0: Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. And today we are going to, unfortunately, talk about black women taking ails at the workplace. All right. So here's the way leverage works. If you want to make yourself independent of something, you typically have to make yourself dependent on another thing in order to leverage. Say, for example, if I wanted to leverage my company, right? Um, I want to leverage the people at my job and say, look, I want to I wanna raise. Um, and I go out, in order to do this, I go out and get a couple of other job offers. In order to have that leverage over the place I work, I need these other job offers. Now. Because of that need, the other places that are offering me the job now has leverage over me. So, as we discussed in previous videos, black women seek leverage over black men, um, over family, many of them do, Um, far too many of them do so basically well we already went into um, why that is what it is and how they're doing it but today i'm going to talk about the resulting actions now as we all know that they use things like welfare and uh, careers to leverage better mates they have been doing this so long That the careers, the jobs, whatever you want to call it, see them coming. So while they're using the jobs slash careers to leverage black men, companies are seeing this as an opportunity to leverage them. And they are getting exploited at the job house. They're underpaid for their education, and they're chronically disrespected at the work or at their job. Every year, they have annual reviews with no raises, working next. To white girls of similar education, but of greater connections. These white girls have greater comfort at their jobs. They do less actual work and they get more benefits. They get more leeway. They get more comfort. And why is that? Because the white girls, or the non-black girls rather, even if it's not true, they have the appearance of a legitimate threat to leave. You see, it's perceived that the white girls, who are not leveraging their mates, Actually have a fallback plan. You know what the MGTOW talk about marriage being a plan B. A white girl can, will, and often do leave at any time. Or I should say a non-black girl. At any time. They just leave. I'm not talking about on some take this job and shove it shit. Nope. I'm talking about on this, you know something? I'm tired of work. I'm just going to take care of my kids. I'm sick of this shit. You see it all the time. Had a project manager. Went on maternity leave. Never came back. I actually like working with her. But, you know, these are the breaks sometimes. So the companies bend over backwards to make sure that these women have a good, quote unquote, work life balance. Um, I don't know if that's a term that people use outside of California. I know that um, that was not always a term. Um, of the workplace. It's a recent thing. It's what they use to entice white women to leave their homes and not take care of their kids. Like, okay, I'll do it, but you have to have All of these amenities, you know, you you, you have to paint the walls a certain color. You have to, you, you have to have free snacks in the break room. You have to have free peanuts, free Fig Newtons, free grapes, you know, free organic this, you know, gluten free donuts and all kind of bullshit like that. The workplace has become structured to their comfort. But what about the black woman? They typically have jobs. And I shit you not. I actually seen this at a company where they were charged with assuring that the other employees, including myself, um, got their strawberries, bananas, grapes, you know, snack foods. Uh, things like that, cereal, whatever. All companies is different, but typically most of them, at least in 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 uh, Northern California, they have free food in the in the um, break room, and it's somebody's job to do that. And that person, in this particular case, was a black woman. This person gets paid hourly, not salary. Cost of living increases, fuck that. Working with no downtime and generally ask to do tasks that are not in their job description when they get rid of somebody. Say another black woman. They just double the remainder, the remaining ones. Workload. Without replacing the previous one that left. And they'll do this from us. And pretty much any time something happens that requires that extra shit be done. You know, like if they get a million stacks of papers and they want you to punch holes in them. That sign goes to this particular demographic of people. All the shit jobs that's still considered office work goes to them. All of them. Now, you may want to ask, why is this? Is it racism? Uh, well, maybe. Maybe this falls under the category of racism. But I think that this falls more under a different category. And that's because they can. See, they can't do it with most any other Demographic of people or the other females Has a husbands Boyfriends Parents They have some sort of family backing Family and friend backing But corporate America, and this is the fucked up part. This is the fucked up part, and I feel for black women on this. Corporate America convinced black women to put all their eggs in their basket. And forsake in all others. In thy career, we trust. They say things like, you know, I don't need a man. All I need is my career. Isn't that what they were saying on the K. Michelle thing? All I need is my career, my bag, my kids. Well, if that's the case, the career owns you. That career fucking owns you. They could just, in front of everybody, say, get me some coffee, nigger bitch. And you know what she would say. You want cream with that? You want sugar? What the fuck she gonna do? It's at-will employment. If somebody lives in a state that's not at-will employment, let me know. Let me know. She has no fallback. And the only three things in the universe that she cares about. Her. Her bag. Her kids and her career are all tied to her career. She lose the career, she lose her bags, and her kids are, you know, compromised. They know this. They see it on your skin. Now when you come in, they'll give you a couple of tests to see if you're an outlier. The first being the, the the low offer, oh yeah, the median uh, income for black women is lower than any other um, ethnic gender group. So you know they'll they'll give you a low offer. They'll lowball you right off the, right off the bat, you know. If they were gonna pay a white girl um, 60, they'll pay you um, 40 a year. And they know you'll take it. They know that you'll take it. And if you do, it means that you have no backup. Nothing to leverage for the 60 with. You don't have the power to do what Chris Rock's mom did. I don't have to take this. My man got two jobs. You don't have the power to do that. Once you take it, they suspect, they suspect that you don't have any backup, but they're not 100% sure. So they just start asking a couple of friendly questions. So you bringing anybody to the company picnic? To which you respond, yeah, I'm bringing my three kids, gotcha. Gotcha. You bringing your three kids and no husband? Gotcha. Get me some coffee, nigger bitch. I gotcha. You ain't never gonna see a raise. Ever. Your ass is stuck in this company. With nowhere to go. So you take that forty K and you walk into the hood with your nose in the air. Because forty K is, you know, better than the system, it's better than most any other people who live in the, the 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 building that you live in it's enough it's enough to to pay the bills feed the kids feed the homosexual it is enough And you put on this facade. You put on this facade. This business woman that's killing in the game. This black girl rock. Black girl magic facade. That's enough to fool the local hood niggas. Hood bitches. It's enough to fool them. And you feel like the CEO when you walk through the hood. And then you go back to work. And you feel like shit again. And it happens over and over and over again. Companies are starting to see that. Actually, they've been started, you know. They've been started to see this shit. You cannot put all of everything. You're, you're, black women, so many of you are putting all your eggs in this basket, in this career basket. And the companies see it. When you come in, they're like, you know, oh shit, she got all her eggs here. She got all her eggs here. She don't have no backup, none. She can't even live in her parents' house if she gets fired. Unpaid overtime. Here we come. And they know that if you won't do it, another one would. You burnt all your bridges. With this feminism shit, you have burned all of your bridges. To anything greater than career, putting your hopes and everything into a goddamn job. Ever notice how every other group? has unionized before? I mean, think about it for a second. Like all other groups, even black men in the past have unionized. There's labor unions, you know, but there there hasn't been like a social worker union or anything like that, you know, a DMV worker union, like there, there hasn't been a union that's primarily filled with filled with uh, black women because they need the job they're defined by their job they're not defined by mrs such and such they are defined by their job they are defined by their occupation and the illusion that they give themselves of, of executive status. For the most part. These chicks are not. You know on some top of the food chain shit. Nope. They're at the bottom. I mean they. They want to appear. At the top. I mean, when their when they're, when they're Jody-style boyfriend drops them off at... Actually, you know something? That's a perfect example. Let's take a baby boy, for example. He dropped Yvette off at a local company. And you had all these black women, especially that one chick, she was bad. Damn. You know. Had all these black women, you know, in their best business attire. Walk into this place. It looked like a call center of some sort. And they all are just happy as peach, right? You know, they all just, they all just walk in, nothing but black. Nothing but black chicks. Nothing but black chicks. Just just walking uh, into this place, you know, um, and you think like, oh, shit, you know, they doing something important. But, you know, then you look inside and they got the headset on and, you know, not saying that customer service isn't important work, but, you know, it's less important than they, than they um, make it appear. You know, they're not actually setting the world on fire in there. Um, I used to do call center work and you're not, and it's, if you work in a call center, get out, get the fuck out. You know, like I said, I used to do this. I mean, you know, it's, it's good money for the time, but there's more money out there for you. Um, you just don't know it because black people aren't as connected as other groups of people. But I actually got a better job um, through somebody that I just, um, that I was helping in the call center. I shit you not like through a customer, they literally said, you're too smart for this job and offered me another one on the phone. That's okay. Here's how I'm gonna put it. Every time you see a job advertised, it is because everybody in the advertiser circle is taken with better jobs. Meaning, Okay, so um I used to eat at Subway, right? I don't eat that shit anymore, but I used to eat at Subway. And there was this badass chick. There was two black chicks um that worked there. Um and every time I went, um, you know, they would talk to me and um complain about their boyfriends. Um, one was seeing a black dude, the other one was seeing a white dude. They both were complaining. Um and they will they were complaining about their boss because i asked um because i broke the ice one day and i asked him i was like so how come there's no dudes working here and they were saying because um he knows this is an indian dude um he knows that if he talked to dudes the way he talked to us he would get his ass whipped i was like god damn so he must come at you all kind of fucked up and sideways so i'm thinking like you know something the fact that he hired black women, that means that all the Indian women had better jobs. I'm talking about his daughter, his daughter's friends, his daughter's friends, um, um, friends, his nieces, his nephews, like every single Indian person that he can think of has better jobs. I mean, if I had a restaurant, I could think of a couple of people I can hire. They have none. They all have better jobs. The jobs that make it to the newspapers or wherever the fuck. The entry level jobs, I should say, are left over. It means that who's ever doing a hiring, whether they're white or Asian or Latin or something like that, it means that everybody in their family have is working a better job. All of their friends, all of their family members, each and every single person is working a better job. So if they are in the newspaper um, with it, then that means you are getting the crap that's left over. In the job market, and you are just taking that crap, taking those crumbs back to the hood, just like on Baby Boy, and just you know, and just high sighting on motherfuckers. You you are just the shit. You got your boyfriend that sells the dresses. You got you got your son, and every now and again you get some rims. You got the car that you can't afford to um, do the do the maintenance on. You know, you got, you got a phone bill that you have your homosexual boyfriend put extra on. You know, I mean, you are at a fucking paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck scenario. You are at a paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck scenario, and they know it. And what's happened over the years is that companies have just gotten more and more and more disrespectful. I mean, think about what would happen if Yvette got fired. At the end of the movie. Just think about that. So at the end of the movie she was pregnant and you know they were playing spades and some shit like that you know and um, and you would think it's a happily ever after but you know what if, what if she just went to work she was like okay so you know I'm going to take my paid maternity leave right now. It's like okay go ahead you know but um you might not be able to come back just saying. I mean I know I know we, we, we say we offer paid maternity leave, but, you know, it would be nice if you volunteered to come back, you know, before the stitches were off. It would be nice if you actually worked until you're eight and a half months pregnant and three days. These things would be Nice. If you were to do that. And if you do, you get a as a um, baby shower gift, you get a T-shirt, a T-shirt that says I get to keep my job. That's where this is going. If it hasn't already went there. Because look at her situation. And the companies know her situation. She has two jobs. She's paycheck to paycheck. And a man with no job. No real job. He walks out of a hair he walks out of a hair salon happy as fuck. I got two hundred dollars. They know her plight. And they know what would happen. If she were to get fired. She'd lose her apartment. And Jody is gone. Jody is gone. He's going, He he's going to, you know, be on somebody else's couch he is gone and not because you know of any other reason but he needs a place to stay so you know she would probably the the, the boy would probably be raised by the grandmother and Melvin the whole shit that whole, that whole fantasy that whole happy ending that they were talking about is contingent on that job And these companies know it. It's not the same for any other race of women. Or men for that matter. If there was a man in that place, it was because he deserved to be there. If there was a black man in that place, it was because he deserved to be there. It's because they needed him there. Not so much for them. So this is the situation that many um, many of our sisters are in. It's it's fucked up um, that they're being exploited this way. I don't think that the boomers saw this shit coming when they decided to put all their eggs in one basket. You see, the traditionals, when they raised them to um, have careers as a backup... They didn't think that they would do this. They didn't think that they would not only make their careers um, their primary and make husbands a backup. They didn't think that they would just get rid of the husband thing altogether. What the fuck? I mean, they got rid of husbands because they thought that black men were, were, you know, leveraging them or exploiting them just to get exploited by the careers. It is all kinds of fucked up out there. And, of course, you know, we all have mothers. We all have um, other family members, female family members. We all have um, friends, female friends. And we all have, um, uh, like, grandmas, church friends, their daughters and shit who are, like, 60, you know, You're not going to hear it from your girl. You're not going to hear it from your girl. She's not going to complain about her job because she wants you to think that her job is spectacular um, and that I can have another you in a minute type thing. You know, so you're not going to hear it from her, but you will hear it from the other women in the um, in the workforce. You will hear their gripes and their complaints. And one thing is consistent, that it's not, um, that they are not doing this to other races of women. They're not. Ladies. And and if you think I'm bullshitting, if you think I'm bullshitting, ladies. Show up to a company event with a non-nigga black man or a white man or an asian man just show up with a non-nigger y'all know y'all know the motherfuckers i'm talking about y'all know the motherfuckers that look like they got money and i'm not talking about hood rich dudes i'm talking about i'm talking about these blair underwood looking niggas you know i'm talking about the ones that just look like they reek with income these Columbus short looking guys and shit, you know, these Howard motherfuckers, you know, these Morehouse men. Just show up with one of those. Show up to the job house with one of those. Right before the review. The your your annual review for a raise. Don't do it with Jody. Don't do it with a nigga who comes with a stained wife beater t shirt to pick you up and rims and shit. This can't be a hood dude. Just pretend. Pretend that you that you have backup and then renegotiate the salary. It's worth it. What's the term? Show up with an educated lame. Yes, show up with an educated lame. And see that your bosses don't get some act correct. See, don't they? See, don't they just change their tune once they realize that, oh, shit, you know. She's capable of seducing somebody that can, you know. um, We are not her only bag. She can get her bag elsewhere. She's not on some K. Michelle shit. She's not on that chick shit. She's not on. Oh, by the way, that's probably why she got that dentist, just to say that she has it just so she can get extra packs from motherfuckers. Oh, shit. You know. But do that. Do that and see, don't you get a raise? I'm not talking about these bullshit two thousand dollar raises. I'm talking about an actual one. company see jody picking you up in your own goddamn car and they laughing they like we fucking own you all right so they're about to start mowing the lawn um so uh, i'll cut it i'll cut it right here because um yeah this is game changer zero zero one zero zero game over peace